Welcome to the podcast. I'm James and I'm here with my good friend Kieran. And this is the Comparison Podcast. I said it right. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Yes, it is. This is uh, episode two where we're going to be comparing. We're going to be comparing my person that I'm going to be batting for today after my research on is John Lennon. Mr. John Lennon from the Beatles. In case you haven't heard. (laughs) (laughs) In case he was a mystery to you. I've got a slightly uh, easier one for people to recognise. Mr. Harry Styles. Yeah, but is it? Depending on our on our uh, the people that this podcast is going to uh, appeal to, I think the correct word is demographic. Demographics. That's the word that I looked to, and I struggled to find it. And you got it. Oh, I always know the uh, posh words. I know the words. I don't know. I know the posh words. Me. I don't know their context. (laughs) I use them wrong all the time. Context. Don't know. I I use the um, I use the posh words in completely wrong context (laughs) all the time. But makes me sound clever. Yeah. Well, thank you for saving me. Demographics. (laughs) That's exactly what I meant. So, do you want to start with uh, Lennon, or shall I start with Mr. Styles? Um, I think we should start with John Lennon. Yeah, all right, uh, let's do that. Uh, full disclosure, Kieran did research John Lennon, but John Lennon is my favourite artist of all time. Yeah, I think so, it's going to add an interesting di- uh, dialogue to it. I'm going to come to the table with facts, and I'm just going to get fact-checked all night, I think. <laughs> well, I'm excited to... Um, to see if you you know anything that well, I don't know. It's going to sound very patronising there. Just see if you know anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what was coming. No, no, that's not right. No, I want to see if I know, if you know anything that I don't already know. Okay. Right, take it from the top. Who is, who is John Lennon for people who don't know? Well, there was a man from Liverpool <laughs> called loved, John Lennon. Who loved a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and... We'll just start very at the very start in that sort of black and white world before he did anything. He was born to people in Liverpool and quite soon he went to go live with his aunt. Um, from what I read from my sources, he uh, his aunt reported his mother to the child services and his mother decides to give the child to, to the aunt. Yeah. So there must have been a connection there with the aunt straight away. Um, and yeah, and then after that, um, his dad wasn't around. His dad was in and out of his life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't do too much research on the very start of his life because I just think it's, John Lennon's life was so full. I don't think this is too interesting. Yeah. Too much to talk I th- about. I th- I th- he had an upbringing. Yeah, he was brought up, <laughs> it was a troubled upbringing oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, and at, so at one point, this aunt, so he's, he's probably struggling with um, separation issues, abandonment yeah. issues. And uh, at one point during, I think it was in teenage years, his aunt died in a car crash. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was all it was all pretty tragic. Well, she yeah. was hit by a car, should I say? Yeah. So again, this is probably another theme that we might see later in the uh, podcast: that issues of abandonment, issues of needing connection with somebody. Yeah, I, I think so. I think that's um, that's why he was always falling into certain. Crowds, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in the art scene, looking for something. Yeah, and he's in the music, looking for. I think what people say now is looking for your tribe. Mm. I think it's a, the phrase nowadays. Trying to find that connection with the world, yeah, where yeah. you're meant to be, where you, yeah. where who are you, where you're supposed to be. <clears throat> absolutely, yeah. I said absolutely again. I noticed in the first episode, I said absolutely a lot, <laughs> and then I also doubled down and said 100 percent a lot. Listen, don't do too much self-reflection. <laughs> Just be yourself. Be who you are. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 
All right, so he's done his childhood years and they were pretty traumatic. What else have we got? Okay, we're going to the next bar, are we? Yeah. We're not going to go to your man yet. Oh, we can go to Harry Styles. Are you going to talk about his childhood a little uh, bit? And yeah. Then we do a little comparison on them, on them, on them aspects? I mean... I don't know. I was focusing mainly on Harry Styles as the man he is now and since he's been famous. Okay. The only thing I know from pre-fame is that he worked in a bakery. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to try and compare this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think John did work in a bakery. That'd did be he dumb. ever work in a bakery? We'll move on. We've done it. Yeah. We've completed we've done, that We've part. done the pre-fame stuff. So he found music and we can attribute from his own words apparently that he said that Without Elvis Presley, there wouldn't be the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. So You can say, I mean, Presley was huge, for, I think. But it's those era-defining people. I mean... Do you think Elvis was the first pop star? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know for certain, but mm. he was the, he'd be the one that would come to mind. Because everyone predate him me. as what we can define as a pop star. Because I think... Yeah, I mean, who who it, is that? who is that singer who joined the war? She died quite recently, didn't she? Um, Vera Lynn. Vera Lynn, that's it. But then... Pop is, stars is, yeah, is, that, the, the is that pop music? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, and I think maybe Elvis, timing, everything. So did Elvis yeah, yeah. come around at the time when television was becoming popular? Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. Yeah. It's, and it's, he was the first person. Uh, like, like shaky legs that oh, galvanised yeah. the US nation, the, the world. <laughs> I think the best one is when it's Forrest Gump that taught him how to do those <laughs> legs. <laughs> <laughs> Could you and do that these days? Yeah, what? Yeah. Shake your legs? No, but like taking inspiration from a person with difficulties. <laughs> Probably. I don't. Maybe, I don't think, Hollywood won't allow it these days. But I don't think Forrest Gump is a documentary. I'm sorry to break your heart. What? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> Have you ever seen that? That oh, this is again we're tangent. We're only uh, five minutes in. We're going on. I'm going to go on a wilder <laughs> tangent in a second about Forrest Gump. But go on. <laughs> Have you, have you seen that video where and it's probably fake like a lot of the videos in internet where a guy turns up at his mum's house and he's so mad with her because she never told him that the Titanic wasn't wasn't a documentary <laughs> no then, he's like why have you lied to me my whole life she's like what's going on what's going on he's like Titanic there was no Jack and Rose it's all made up <laughs> no I've never seen it does, yeah. it, does it feel genuine does it, well, does it feel as, as genuine as those sort of things are, you're like, surely not, mate. Like, Do you know how Titanic not. was pitched by James Cameron? What, what do you mean how it was pitched? So like how did he the, sell it to the to the guys that are going to pay for it? No, 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 no. no. Let me get this right. I think he said something like, he walked into the, producers walked into the office and said, uh, Romeo and Juliet on the Titanic. Yeah. And that's it. That's essentially the story, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's, I actually rewatched it pretty recently. And it's still old up. It's a pretty decent film. It's not a bad film, is it? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good film. I'm, it's been years and years. I mean, I don't think I've ever even watched it all the way through. I've seen snippets mm. of it, like if it's been on TV or whatever. But I sat down and watched it, and it was, yeah, it's a pretty decent film. Do you know which bit gets to me? Is, it, is, this, is this too much of a tangent? Yeah, it's absolutely too much of a tangent, but this is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a kid watching that film. Yeah. The bit that got to me, I mean, almost as a kid made me tear up a little bit, was... Can you remember the scene where the mother puts the children, they're in the lower decks, yeah, yeah. and she puts the children to bed, yeah, knowing they're yeah. going to die? Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. That bit of all the bits of the films, uh, Jack, Jack, oh, yeah, I mean, or the, or the, end, the ending scene. Yeah. yeah, no, who cares about it? I don't really care about that. But that scene, that got me. Yeah. I, the mother putting these children. Since, since having kids, stuff mm. like that, yeah. it absolutely destroys me. Like, mm. you know, you see, even, even in dramas, I mean, the real life stuff's even worse, but even in dramas, you know, when kids are, are sick and whatever... 
I bet it changes just, everything. Oh, it just it? gets to you. Because yeah. like, oh, you can relate to it then. Yeah. yeah. And you think, God, I'm I'm glad that's not me. I don't know if glad's mm. the right word, but I'm... Yeah, yeah. I, wish, I don't wish it on anybody, yeah. but... But your brain's got me, that yeah. history and that um, understanding now of what yeah. it's like and what it might be to, to experience that, yeah. Right, so that's a massive tangent. <laughs> wow. So what's your tangent about Forest School? <laughs> Oh, we're going back to that tangent, are we? Yeah. Like, different, we're going to like, tangent on a tangent. Streams going off our river, and we'll go, we'll go back up the river, and we're going to go down this other stream. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. It was something. I was just going to mention, you know, you know it was a novel. No, nah, I didn't know. And a pretty wacky one. Yeah. And lots of weird stuff happened in that novel, and yeah. it was a hard sell. Um, but some guys wrote a script, and they liked it. But, um, and, there was a, and there was a forest group too, I believe, and it was even crazier. Oh yeah, I didn't know yeah. Forrest Gump, but a lot of people bash the original Forrest Gump. Ghost of Space, Fight <laughs> King. I don't know. It does all kinds of crazy crap in it. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. Actually, I, I love Forrest Gump, but a lot of people bash it, and just like this is oh, complete great crap. film. And like, it's, it's great a film. great film. Yeah, right. Uh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're listening to the Comparison <laughs> Podcast. For right. If, if you need a reminder. So if you've come back, or if you carry on listening, and you want to hear about John Lennon, let's go. Are we going back to John Lennon, are we? Yeah, go on. Go okay, on. let's go tell you a bit more about John Lennon. So, he formed a band. And I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, the Quarry Men. Yeah. Where he yeah. met Paul McCartney. Yeah, that famous summer fate. Is that right? You see, yeah. I'm going to let you take it. You take it away. Tell me, tell me, <laughs> tell me about it. Well, they met at summer fate. Yeah. Have you ever seen the, the film Nowhere Boy? No. That's, that's quite a good biopic. I mean, it's, it's called Nowhere Boy. Boy. Whew. Yeah. So they had a song "Nowhere, Ma'am," yeah, and um, it's "Nowhere Boy." It's about it's it's a John Lennon biopic, but the, just from the early. It's, it's not like Rocket Man where it sort of goes through mm-hmm. loads of stuff. It's, it's is, it, is it a recent release? No, no, it's it's, re- it's, it's an old pretty one. quite old. Um, oh, Fifteen years old, probably. Um, it's got oh, what's his name, Aaron, the guy who's the lead in Kickass. I know who you mean. He's Aaron, British, isn't he? Aaron is it Aaron Johnson. Aaron not Taylor sure. Johnson, something. I'm not sure, but he's um, he's in it, and it's it's really good. Um, was it nowhere, boy? What's the film that they're in? The all the Beatles. Uh, uh, let it be. Is it? Uh, no, no um, the comedy. Uh, oh, they had a couple of films. Yeah. Is it hard day? No. Yeah, hard days hard night. Days night. Hard days night. night. Yeah. I watched that film once. And I was really surprised at how good it was. Yeah, it's funny. I thought it was going to be really cheesy, and it, and it, it, I remember seeing it several years ago. Um, I think the BBC had it on. It was on yeah. play, and I watched it, and I, I, it really pleasantly surprised me. And it made me look at John Lennon in a different way. I didn't realise how funny he was. Well, this is what I want to compare later. We're going to get, we're going to come back to the acting because mm-hmm. obviously Mr. Styles yes. has done a bit of acting fairly recently, mm-hmm. and I watched some. Do you know when artists get criticised these days for going into different ventures yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah. But they were doing it from the start, as oh, we yeah, can see yeah. with John Lennon. I mean, Elvis Presley. Elvis, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've all been, they've been doing it. It's, been, it's a time, it's an, it's an age old thing. Yeah, artists, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's because they're creatives and they're, they're, yeah. they're finding their voice, aren't they? Absolutely. Yes, it is Aaron Johnson who stars in it, Nowhere Boy. And mm-hmm. it's about the early years of John Lennon. So, me, me, and his mum and stuff. Yep. And it's right up until they go to Hamburg. That's when they made it big, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a really good film, actually. You ought to watch it. And it does say when it was released. 2009, so it's even older than that. So, so I'm going to watch that, I think. Oh, yeah, it, it's really worth a watch. It's a really good film, actually. And does he, um, did you say it just it just tells the story of his early life? Yeah, yeah. So it's... Um, Interesting. 
the bit that I just completely missed out and thought it was in, <laughs> yeah. there was nothing happening there. So I'm just going to go skip past it. And they made a go, whole film out of it. Yeah, you're going to wow. go watch a film about it. God, how bad No, it? it's, um, yeah, 14 years ago. I went too far off, 15 years ago, I said. But uh, yeah, it just, it's, and it, it has, so he's a, he's a teenage boy in this period. But it has flashbacks of when he was a kid and it explains about his mum and his dad and stuff. Yeah. And um, it's right up until they go to Hamburg. And that's like the last scene in the film is, is him walking off with his guitar to go to Hamburg. Right, because they made it big in Hamburg and in England, didn't they? Why, um, yeah, yeah. They, were, they, had a, they had a following in both places. Yeah. And um, just the part I was going to get to with uh, where, where I was at was... Um, Asked Paul McCartney to join the band, and he said he wasn't keen first. He was like, apparently, giving it, you know, mm, don't know, maybe. I can't really do a Liverpool mm. accent. Um, and then he, uh, and then the next day, he said, "Yeah, go on then." I'll join yeah, hey, it's it's crazy to me that there's people out there that can form such a uh, a link and a connection mm-hmm. creatively. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this. And this is not just music. This is all over the place. You get in films and stuff. You get directors working together. Well, something happened that night, didn't it, when they met? Because without meeting, do you think they could have become what they were? Or do you think it was two fantastic talents that happened to be in the same place at the same time and it created a spark? Chemistry, chemistry, chemistry fired it. Yeah, I mean... Was it an incredible moment that... I, th- I, think, I think they would have been something without each other you believe that because I think they've got talent but I mm-hmm. think yeah what they what they had in terms of competitiveness yeah I mean you saw this in the late years when they broke up and it, I remember reading stuff about you know I think it was McCartney got arrested for marijuana possession and it was reported that Lennon's jumping around the room laughing his head off <laughs> like oh yeah he's been caught and I haven't sort of thing and it was, it, I think that competitive, and it, it definitely the same event. And this is this is true of sports. I believe John Lennon was a little bit um, jealous of Paul oh, McCartney's songwriting. Say, yeah. um, personally, I, like, I do really like, I like both their songs to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But um, just a line that I heard while I was doing my research was, um, I'm going to mess this up because I can't remember the name of the actual song. He says, "Can you can, can you can you name a, an obscure or one of Paul's." more stranger named songs um, something like The Walrus I Am The Walrus I Am The Walrus is it yeah yeah did John Lennon write that I think? that's a Lennon one yeah yeah yeah, Le- yeah. Um, he, apparently he was quoted saying something like I'm never going to walk into a bar in, in Spain and hear people whistling I Am The Walrus yeah. <laughs> in, in reference to you know you go all over the world people will be humming and singing let yeah, it be yeah, yeah. Um, yesterday well, there's, there's loads of videos of him saying that when uh, you know people come up to him, Mariachi singing uh, Beatles songs. Is that I didn't write that one. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an envy of that. And John uh, Paul McCartney has such a way to write these these songs that you feel like he could have written it in the fifties. He could have written it yesterday, yeah. uh, literally um, that song. And the, um, <laughs> they would have been a hits no matter what. They're just timeless songs that just feel almost human. I don't know if that I've gone yeah. too far. I mean, there, I but. think. When you start listening to the stuff where they, I mean, I know this is audio, but where they're in air quotes writing together, mm-hmm. it's it really starts to split off, and you can really tell what is a McCartney and what is a yeah, Lennon. Absolutely. And I mean, I, at that stage, I easily prefer the Lennon stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> it's more beautiful as a as a lyrics and abstract and 
what I perceive as genuine creation. A bit more abstract, a bit more unpolished. Can I, can I say yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's a bit more adventurous with his music. Yeah, McCartney's a fantastic song, I don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but it's... Clean cut in it. It's yeah, beautiful it, as well. Yeah, it's beautiful, it's beautiful really music, nice yeah. songs, but it's it's very poppy, if you like. Yeah. Whereas McCartney... But that's, but that's his thing. He writes that catchy... Yeah. He writes that catchy thing that we're all going to hum and we're all going to take yeah. away and we're going to remember the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, they're, they're fantastic. They really are. Can they I just, just mention, sorry to interrupt... Um, have you ever heard about the, the song yesterday? Yeah. And yeah, how he wrote it. And he just heard it in his head and it, yeah. he wrote it almost instantly. And he, it was so, as we, as we all know the song, it was so catchy and instantaneous. He almost didn't believe that he wrote it. And he went round <laughs> and checked with popular bands at the time in Britain. If you, did you write this song? Did you, cause he, he was, he could swore blind that he, he heard it somewhere else. He's like, I have not come up with this just out of my head. Have you, have you seen the, I think the film's called yesterday. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that yeah. film? Surprised me again. And when he's, um, it's actually all right. That was that was a really cool concept of a film where mm-hmm. everyone wakes up and forget the forgets the Beatles. Do you and know he's what? the only one that doesn't. Oh no, there's the two concept people. I didn't like. The concept oh, seemed really? a little bit too like oh, really, a bit like oh, it was a bit bit odd. But then when I watched it, I got into the film yeah. and I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was, and I thought he was, he was but you're great. You're a huge Beatles fan. You're gonna yeah. enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought the premise of the film was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else has forgotten the Beatles, and this guy's like. I think he plays yesterday, doesn't he? It takes a stretch of the imagination to get with it a little bit, I think, because um, a bit like, um, you know, the invention of lying, that. It's like, to me, Ricky Gervais. Again, it's just like, he he lives in a world where nobody can lie, and then one day he just figures it, I can lie, and I'm going to start doing it. The invention of lying. I thought you said the invention of lion. (laughs) I was like, what, someone invented a lion? (laughs) (laughs) They did, right? God. We're religious, aren't we? All words are made up. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So we are on another tangent about yesterday. Tangent. Have, have Can we call our tangents uh, streams? streams. And we'll get back onto the river. Get back onto the river. One more stream. Have you heard the McCartney song here today? No. So if there's one song that always chokes me up, always chokes me up, it's here today, and it's McCartney's ode to John Lennon. Right. And the lyrics in it are, are just absolutely fantastic. And it's he plays he plays it once. So they did the massive gig at um, the Shea Stadium, didn't they? Back in the day. I don't know, did they? Yeah. Back, like, it, was, it was one of those gigs, and it was the first one that was in a stadium or something. Really? The amplifiers just didn't do anything. Right. And no one could hear anything. And they went off the stage after like They were too big for their time, weren't <laughs> yeah. they? Like the technology could not hold the Beatles. No. Like there was... So they, else. but they redid the Shea Stadium. They built another stadium on top of it. Yeah. And then McCartney was the first person to play there. Yeah. And he played it there. And it yep. was, um, it was just a beautiful song. Let me just get a couple of the lyrics up. I'm not going to play a song because I'm not paying for the rights to it. And we do know what the Beatles are like with their music. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not even theirs anymore, is it? Well, yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, that was, it's know. the corporations. So there's the, other, the whole other thing of um, Michael Jackson buying it. Mm. You hear that story yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, just while uh, he's looking for the lyrics, I just want to talk. I just want to quickly mention the song "Twist and Shout." If you've never heard that, like mm. to me, that is like to me that could be like the most one of the best songs ever ever made. Like it just, it, I think it, I think at that night, that time, and I was on that particular show, that American show, what was it the Ed Sullivan show? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that changed the world that night. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah. I'm, I can't. I shouldn't sing it, but. Give it a listen. It is incredible, and um, 
to me, it's one of the greatest moments in music ever. Yeah, yeah. It, they just changed a lot. I was actually listening to something else and it was saying about, are the Beatles overrated? And they're all sort of batting in going, no, they... <laughs> when you actually start looking, they, by, they, they, by, <laughs> by today's standards, you might think, oh yeah, what they did wasn't that good, but these guys were the first to do it. So yeah, it was the... Um, they were trailblazers. What's his name? The producer. George Martin, isn't it? George Martin? I don't know. And he um, he came up with a way. So they could only do four track recording. So okay, yeah. yeah. And so he you can said, have four sounds playing the same said, time. He yeah. said, well, if we record four tracks, mm-hmm. but then put that four tracks onto one track yeah. of the other four track, we've expanded. We can actually record... As or many as we want. Four and three. So we can record seven tracks. Mm. But we can just keep repeating this. But doesn't that sound like such an obvious thing? Yeah, but... So, so, but everything's obvious until yeah, you do it. So is sliced bread. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, yeah. And so... This is what I'm saying. So is a hole in the bottom of a basketball net. <laughs> yeah. Right? It took them like 15 years to work <laughs> that out. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> so yeah, right, quickly. And then we'll get back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about. So the lyrics go, and if I said, I really knew you well, would your answer be if you were here today? Well, knowing you, you'd probably laugh and say that we were worlds apart. But as for me, I still remember how it was before, and I'm holding back the tears no more. So he's really got an ode to like, mm. you can, you, in this song, when you actually listen to the song, you can sense that he's just like regretting not being able to speak to him anymore. Yeah. That he remembers mm-hmm. when they were best friends. Yeah from before everything so listening to that it sounds like we don't I don't want to spoil spoil anything for the uh, people that don't know much about John Lennon but when he did pass it sounds to me that they was on good terms then from hearing what he was saying there I, I, I think they had a fairly standard long term friendship in terms mm. of do you think the media and history beats it all up a bit? Like, because the world wants them to get back together. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But, you know, it's... Yeah, they're just the, two guys. These guys have been friends for a long yeah. time by that they point. And other. it's... They're living in different parts of the world. Yeah. And it's... They got together when they could. And that was just the way it is. I mean, me and you haven't... Haven't seen each other for years and years and years. That's it. And it's just like, life gets in the way sometimes, doesn't it? Absolutely. To be, to be clear, but we are, we are seeing a, each other now. You put us in a room together <laughs> and it's like nothing changed. And I'm sure it would have been with yeah. them, the same with them. Exactly. It's, it's long-term friendship. All right, John. How was that? <laughs> was that? Did it sound like a Liverpool accent? No. No. <laughs> I'm never trying that again. <laughs> right. And Carry then on. I just wanted to just get back to my stream. Um, coming off coming off my no, coming off my stream. Sorry, getting back onto back my to the river. Um, yep. Yeah, they, after the Quarrymen, uh, Paul McCartney joins them and they change the name to the Beatles. What do you think to that name, Jamie? What I, you, I, just a... I, I, I like it. The Beatles? Yeah. Because if you said to me um, at the time, oh, we're going to call this band the Beatles, and it's going to take over, well, that's, that's a crap name. But it's, yeah. it's in hindsight and you go, oh yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's... A bit it, like the Foo Fighters, like, you But know. it's a very clever name because it's beat and it's not spelt Beatles normally it's not double E it's E-A wow so it's never thought about this it's beat as in yeah um, beat bands so it's not it's not even it's not even suggesting the bug no 
it's, it's about beat. Yeah. And it's, it's a play on the two beat. words, oh, beat wow. and Beatles. Ah, oh, you learn things when you listen to the comparison <laughs> podcast, don't you? I bet, I bet a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, I've never realised that. Yeah, it's beat. Yeah, I mean, you just, because it reads the same, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to even realise it, and you're like, oh, yeah, that isn't spelt B-E-E, no. it's B-E-A, yeah, and that's yeah. not how you spell the that's, insect. I like that. I do like that. Do you want to go on to a bit of... Um, yeah, let's go on to Mr. Styles then. So... Who is he? Who's this Mr. Styles I've never heard of? So he's just a fella. A fella? No, he's... Uh, for those of you who don't know, or those of you who do and just want to hear me talk about it, Harry Styles came to fame in the band One Direction... Well, he actually came to fame being formed into the band One Direction on one of those Saturday night entertainment programmes. Right. So he failed. He failed. Well, not failed. He he didn't pass the actual single auditions. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. It's, it's unclear whether it's actually Simon Cowell or the production team basically said, boom, 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 boom. I think there's five of them in there. Mm-hmm. You five. We're going to. They didn't have enough groups essentially. He's like, you guys are pretty good. Let's get you together and get you into the groups. Mm-hmm. Get you into the groups. You're all pretty looking chaps pretty looking chat and you know they are talented there's no no denying it yeah. they just weren't on the level of some of the other people that we never even hear of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so they can they, they could hold a jingle they could yeah. you know so they've, they've gone they've gone and formed the band and they've obviously called it one direction i think it's one direction in the show <clears throat> any uh anything interesting to say about this name one direction that i've never contemplated anything that, awe inspiring it's actually spelled w-o-n it's not, it's not. <laughs> That's okay. a made-up fact. Right, okay. Spot the made-up fact. Always fact-check. Always fact-check the comparison <laughs> podcast. Anything we say, do not, it will not hold up in court. Yeah. Just always check everything. <laughs> this is for entertainment purposes only. And if, you, if you're not entertained, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. no, so, they they <laughs> so they formed the band, didn't they? And they, uh, they were on... Uh, what would it have been at the time? X Factor, wouldn't it? Yeah, I believe X it was Factor. X Factor. I think that was the one. Yeah, and I don't think they won, but I remember seeing a video a few years back, quite a lot of years back actually, and it's based Simon Cowell saying, "I don't care if you haven't won or not, you're going to be famous. You're the big boys." And he just decided in that moment because <laughs> Simon pro- Cowell can. He probably saw the pound signs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And obviously they had a meteoric rise to fame. They, were, they, they were became very famous, place. didn't yeah. they? I mean, um, all over the world, all over the world, very big in America, like, you know, yeah. British band and, um, yeah, I around mean, this sort of time, a lot of Brits were taken over, I think. Yes. Was yeah. it, was it, did this tie in with Ed Sheeran's time or was Ed Sheeran after, I think Ed Sheeran was a little well, bit after, wasn't it? That would be, it was what, 2010, I think. Mm. So it was, I mean, it's 13 years ago now, yeah. Um, pop, pop, British pop stars were taking over the charts. Yeah. You could have said again, a, uh, a renaissance of the uh, British invasion where the Beatles were the first ones in the first wave. There you go. It could have been the second wave of the British invasion. I mean, it's about third or fourth by that time. I think so. I mean, you had the 90s at least with Blur and uh, mm-hmm. Oasis and Brit all that. Pop. Britpop stuff, Pulp as well. Was it called the British invasion? Is that what it was uh, coined, the term, for this uh, takeover? I don't know. British, something like that. Maybe. The we'll Americans we'll compare to. it one time. We'll do a whole podcast about it. Okay. We'll actually check as well. We'll actually do some fucking research. <laughs> so he's done that. So that's in 2010. So it's not that many years ago. It was 13 years ago now as a recording. Mm-hmm. 
So done those mutual and they were all over the place, weren't they? You, you yeah, couldn't, yeah, you couldn't yeah, move yeah. for directioners. <laughs> so he's done that, and then obviously things Is that what start. What they were called? Directioners, yeah. The Is that are called name? directioners. That's yeah. Crap name, isn't it? You you knew that? No, I didn't. I remember seeing a letter on your side saying, uh, <laughs> "Here he goes, here he goes." <laughs> Welcome to the directioners. What? <laughs> <laughs> Some of these guys have got like quite cool names for their um, for their followers, aren't they? What, the directioners. Do I, do I know it's many, awful. Do I know many as directioners? And I think Lady Gargas is. I'm thinking little, of Lady Gargas. She's she little monsters, little I think. Monsters. And that's the only one I could. Sort of, I couldn't even think of it. But yeah. still, I knew she had an interesting one. Yeah, Little Monster. I don't know what other people... What are Ed Sheeran's fans called? Red Tops. <laughs> Teenage girls, I think. I don't know. <laughs> so, he's done that. And obviously, those... Me and Tori had it. Sold a lot, a lot of singles. Mm-hmm. A lot of albums. Yeah. Made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I always remember... I always remember... There being talks for many, many years even... Harry's going to go on his own. Yeah. Harry's going to do his It was, thing. wasn't it? But he wasn't the first one to leave, though, was he? I can't remember who the first one was that left. Was it Zane, I think? Zane. That rings a bell. I can uh, picture him. Yeah. I remember hearing reports at the time. Was like, Do you think it was like, um, you've got to get it, you know, his his uh, his, his agent. Harry's going to go. You go first. Yeah. It looks good. You you get in there first. I think um, it's quite Part possible. I mean, that's conjecture. And it's, mm-hmm. it's quite possible. That's what his agent was saying. Mm-hmm. But actually, from what I was reading, Harry was like, in it till the end. It's like, no, really? boys, we've got to stay together. Because I think he, was he, was he like shining more than the rest and people, sort of the, 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 the direction has wanted him to go on his own? Yeah, well, this is what I think. Why did, what, what, what is it about Harry Styles that he had that the others didn't have? If anything. Well, yeah, I don't know. But there was something that made him, he was more popular, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah, popular. I would say so. And it was always... And was it with the girls? The girls al- liked him more. It was almost Harry Styles and the One Direction. Mm. But Because I, from I what I've seen, no he doesn't seem like the most charismatic of men to me. But I, don't, I don't know. Like, but he has this sort of... You know, some people just have that X factor that he came from. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to say much, but he's got something about him. Uh, yeah, for sure. people. And it's you do see this a few a few times with famous people. You think, really? And sometimes say say little. Yeah, say little actually. Like, it says more. Oh, yeah, just something just, I've, I've gone completely wrong in my life. I say too much and just make myself <laughs> seem less. So he eventually does go solo, mm-hmm. um, and his debut album does all right. <laughs> it does all right. Are you underselling this? So this is in 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. I was. I thought this was. I thought it been a bit earlier. I thought it was a bit further ago until mm. actually. I mean, I remember listening to the album. I quite like his music. Did you listen fair. to it? But you love yeah. you. You're a music man, aren't you? And I like yeah. that. I like the fact that you can, yeah. you can be listening to John Lennon's back cut back catalogue at yeah. one moment, and you can be listening to Harry Styles in the um. In, in I the mean, and you listened to it at the time, did you? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that the single was it uh, "Sign of the Times." That song. It's the sign of the times. I like that song. Yeah. I don't think I know any of any. I think I know one more of his songs, but that song—it's a mean, good song. I mean, I couldn't tell you any more songs off the album now. Did, I, he, did, I he, did he write any of these? Any, any of these songs? Do we think? God knows. Had a little input, possibly. Yeah, I like that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if we just do this bit? Yeah, but someone's <laughs> come in with the backbone, aren't they? The whole thing, and he's added a little bit in, and they've put his name on it. Well, I don't know. 
That's the way it goes. God. That's the way the music industry works. Judgmental. (laughs) If you're listening, Harry, if you did write all the songs, just let us know. Drop a comment. (laughs) So we're up to Harry's Harry's (laughs) debut album. He's got into a top top 10 best-selling album of the year. Top 10? Of the year. Of the year, yeah. It went straight to number one. Yeah, I would imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Top of the year. Um, I think he's done pretty well with that. Let's. Where are we at with Lennon then? So we're up to Harry's debut album here. Okay. I've been talking for a while. I need to have a drink. Good idea. Um. So, Mr. John Lennon. Um. Let's get onto a controversy that happened with John Lennon. He's made it pretty big by this moment. They've released a twist and shout, as I was talking about earlier. They've taken over the world. People are screaming for them. The girls are screaming for them. But then he went a little bit wrong. <laughs> Sorry, technical issue. Technical issue. I was wondering if we were struggling to stop. Right, okay. So Twist and Shout's taken over the world. And yeah, a controversy happened. John Lennon came out and said something. He said, the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. People did not take to that too kindly. Um, people were burning uh, Beatles albums. I they mean, were they were going crazy. They're asking, "Is dead game deported?" It, it was a different time. It was in a different religion. time. Like if you said that now, and it was predominantly in the southern United States, in the very yeah. con- in the conservative Bible Belt, as we call it. Um, but yeah, it was more, and it was more in America in general. Um, you know. They've been much more of a religious country than Britain, I think, over the last century, uh, over the last hundred years, should I say? Yeah. And um, I mean, a century is a hundred years. Yeah, yeah. But what I meant is, <laughs> when I say the century, I didn't want them to think that I was talking about the twenty-first century. I mean, yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I meant in the twentieth century. Um, <laughs> and one thing I was going to get onto was a little bit about that. Like, um, from what I could see in my research. Even in, was it, I think this happened in the 60s, saying that we're bigger than Jesus. No one in Britain really cared. But it's in America, it really, it really had a bad impact on their own. Um, yeah. And just a little bit of like differences there in, in between the United States and Britain in the 20th century. I mean, when, he, when he's come to clarify it later on, mm-hmm. he said what he was saying is that, which probably didn't help, is that they are more relevant to the youth than Jesus. Okay. Which you can't disagree. <laughs> yeah, um, for the for the for the vast majority of the youth, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, music's more important, and and that's a big change, wasn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> I think people were a lot more liberal in Britain. I think he was British, and I think we were a lot more at the time. We was a lot more, um, you know, less traditional, less conservative than a lot of Americans at the time. Um, yeah. I know that kind of goes away, goes against what a lot of people think. I just remember hearing a story about a rock band at the time, um, around that sort of time, and um, they went into a diner in America. I'm not sure if this was Status Quo or The Who or somebody. And um, they were seen with some um, black black girls, they were, you know, and they put their arms around them, they were hanging out with them, just chilling, getting to know them, probably groupies, probably enjoying their company. Yeah. And... Um, People coming up to this British rock band at the time, I can't quite remember who it was, and saying, you know, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, this yeah. is in 60s America. Um, yeah, and it just, I just a little bit of a, I just thought it was an interesting point. That I think he fell into the trap of saying something that would have been okay in Britain. 
yeah. but not okay in the United States. And even though these two countries are very closely aligned, and especially in twenty first century, very closely aligned, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, culturally and stuff like that. But there was a little bit of difference there. There's a little bit of a you know didn't quite meet up on the same level. He he was trying to find the line, and he went past the line, yeah. caused a lot. <laughs> John Lennon. Of burning. Controversial man, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Witty, well, controversial. Always want to be. Yeah, I mean, to arc back onto the comparison here of, of Lennon and, and uh, Styles, he, he would, I think in the in the 60s now, I think Harry Styles would be considered quite controversial. Do you? Well, you know, he, he's, he's really speaking out, and, and rightly so, towards... Um, LGBTQ plus people he's, he's, he's massively supportive of that sort of thing mm-hmm. and I know this and, and one of Styles' uh, inspiration is actually Bowie which comes a bit later in the 60s was he's 70s, 80s mm-hmm. Bowie isn't he and you see him going around in some quite yeah. unique clothing mm-hmm. compared to what a traditional pop star would wear. I mean, in the 70s, it was different, but what you see the likes of Ed Sheeran wearing now, mm-hmm. Styles wears a lot different stuff to that. It's very flamboyant. Yeah. So I think if that you set that back in into the 60s, I think that would have been controversial. I don't think it would have been so, wrong. Yeah. But my I think only, it would have been quite only, controversial, which my, you, it arcs back to... My only pushback to that is that actually being very pro-LGBTQ and uh, all these other things... Um, which is absolutely fine, um, is actually with the status quo of today. He's actually very unrebellious. If you used to say anything against these things, would be considered yeah, yeah. Uh, rebellious. No, but so what I'm, what I'm actually, saying is... For me, it's actually fitting into today's agenda. No, what I'm saying is if you take him now mm-hmm. and plop him in 1964... Okay, yeah, with his philosophies that he has now, yeah. Which probably would be with most people though, by today's standards, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, potentially, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah. I remember seeing some of his fashion dresses, actually, um, quite recently, um, yeah. thinking, you know, it's crazy and stuff like that. And maybe I was saying to certain friends, like, wow, what's he doing? I mean, I don't want to sound like some crazy old... Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but, you know, it was like, wow, like, you know. Um, but then someone said... Look what David Bowie was wearing around yeah. in these times. Yeah, you know I mean, like he's not the first one to do it. Again, we're yeah. talking about this again, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's all been done before. Yeah, it's all been done before, and I think, I mean, props to him. He's he's confident enough, and rightly so, mm-hmm. to to sort of rock it off. And when you want to go and see someone live or anything like that, you want a show, and that all comes part of it. You know, there's a million singers out there. Better than Harry Styles, hundred yeah, percent, no doubt about it. Absolutely, I can't remember. Is it? I think it was Robbie Williams said mm-hmm. the same thing. He said, "Oh yeah," he said, "I'm a terrible singer." Mm. He said, "There's millions of people better than me." Problem is, I can bring a show. Yeah, and I know how to hold people. And it's the same with Styles. I mean, he's, he, I think he's a pretty decent singer. To me. I'm not saying he's not. What I'm saying is, there's millions of people better than him. And I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, didn't I? It was just about what was it? Was about, yeah. I, I can't quite see it, but for some reason he has something. Yeah, yeah. And I can't put my finger on it. As Simon Cowell would call it, the X Factor. Yeah. And then he was named his show. This, this is the thing. And when you actually listen to a lot of famous people or famous singers, not so much now because they're all quite manufactured in my opinion. Mm. Oh, God, I was listening to Radio 1 the other day by accident. <laughs> it, is, oh, it is the worst. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, they, spent, they spent an hour and a half... Of worth of links between the songs. Yeah. Talking about snoring. I thought that's quite ironic. 
<laughs> I'd say, what well, you could be listening to that, or you could be listening to the Comparison Podcast. Exactly. And getting so much more money, uh, value for your was, money. I was just thinking, what are you guys doing? Like, all right, it was a funny little anecdote about snoring. Yeah, yeah that's pretty funny. I like yeah. that. Oh my god, I woke my girlfriend up snoring. Great. But then banging on for like three minutes every three minutes. And this is taxpayers' money. Yeah. <laughs> But that's another that's another stream. To be honest, though, it was probably better than the music they'd sort of play on that station these days, anyway. Well, they only play three songs on repeat, so yeah, that's where we was going with it. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about Harry Styles, yeah, and we was talking about his ability to sell a show. That was it, yeah. And I was saying people are manufactured now, and there's better singers around. Mm-hmm. That was my point. Yeah, I just got onto Radio One. Yeah, so. <laughs> So were the Beatles manufactured is the point. Were the Beatles manufactured? Yeah. What? Do you know what? There's probably a little <laughs> bit more to this story than I know. No, no. It's just a genuine question. Um, for, from what I know, no, I think they met quite organically, began to write music and yeah. they put themselves out there. And um, I remember uh, some of my research, you know, there was a guy that listened to them that probably had a bit of power in this sort of uh, music uh, area. And he, I think he heard he, he heard a record and he's like, no, nah, I don't think this is very, he's a very posh man, you right. know, yeah, high so, up his way. Oh, no, I don't think this is very good, but let me go meet them. And then he, go, he met them and they had something, again, yeah. this X factor. They had something that he, he was like, they're very cheeky, they're having fun. Hmm, I think people could buy into this. And he liked it. After hearing the recordings, he wasn't so keen. But when he met them, he was like, okay, these guys have got something. So let me ask this. They were both in groups. Lennon and Styles were both in groups yeah. before they went solo and whatever. Mm-hmm. One came to it organically, Lennon. Mm-hmm. One came to it manufactured, yep. Styles. Yep. What do you think out of those two versions of starting a group is uh, more poignant? Which one's better? Well, do you think me. it's organic? Do you, do you think it's organic or being manufactured? So. If- Straight away, it's um, the, the organic is you're gonna have to put out your art and see if the world takes to it. Yeah. Um, and if they take to it, you will become famous, which hence says your art was half decent. With the manufactured, it's it's not. I don't think it's less about art and it's more about money and um, the, the 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 things. I have to put it. The powers that that the people that have the power to be able to put it out there and force you to listen. But in the 60s and stuff like that, you had to be good. You had to actually create something good and you you, you organically uh, developed a following. Yeah. Now they can go, right, let's put these five pretty faces together. Uh, you know, let's get this guy. We know how to write a tune, but he's ugly as... So we're not going to put yeah. him there. And then we're going to get... And then we know the right people and we're going to get it on the right radio stations. And we, 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 can, we can just create fame. We can just create it because we know the formula. Back in the 60s, there was no formula. It happened because it was meant to happen and it happened because people wanted to hear it. You see, I always think now the world is so loud in terms of there's that many people mm-hmm. and we're one of them doing it right now. Yeah. We're sat here right now mm-hmm. recording. We're going to put our stuff on the internet. Content is everywhere. It, it's so almost sickening. It, but is it harder? There must have been a sweet spot in time, right? Yeah. And I think I think maybe the Arctic Monkeys struck that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. I'll come to that in a second. Where there wasn't tons of internet content, so people could spread quite quickly on the internet, Arctic Monkeys. So is it harder now to actually get recognised because 
surely his record executives are like, oh, someone else is doing YouTube videos, for God's mm-hmm. sake. Yeah. It must just be, it must be inundated with millions of videos and whatever, just content out there. Whereas in the 60s, it was like, okay, if I go down to a couple of pubs in Liverpool mm-hmm. or wherever and see three bands playing, yeah, they might be rubbish, but I'll see them playing. So, so what I think is, I think it's actually easier to get spotted today if you've got talent. Right. Because we have these things in our phone, in our hands, um, in our pockets, these mobile phones, and we can all get on the internet. So, for example, we could be doing this podcast right now. Yeah. And we have potentially global reach. Yeah, yeah. If people like it. Yeah. Um, so, talent can get spotted quicker. So, but I think with that becomes a negative that things get churned out quicker as well. Um, so, for example... In the 60s, 70s, 80s, if you were good, your shelf life would last for longer. Yeah. Because it took longer to get there, it could longer to the top, because information travelled slower. Yeah, yeah. So your rise to the top would be slower, your time at the top would be longer, Yeah. and your decline would be slower. Yeah. So yeah. you'd have a longer impact on history. But now, you know, you could be hot one summer and dead the next. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. people are just got constant streams of information coming at them. That they're just, we're all just eating it up all the time on our feeds. And it's all, it's literally done in our fingers. I think when you're flicking through a new, through a, through a feed, like, you know, we're just taking it in, then to the next one, to the next one. And these TikTok videos and stuff like that. So I think our brains have just got quicker at taking in information. And it's actually harder to have an impact on history now. I don't know if any of that made sense. It, it did. It absolutely did. And I would, I would tend to agree with that I'm for not sure. not sure if I quite answered your question. <laughs> I'm not sure if I got there. <laughs> That's fine. That was that was a significant answer to my question. Okay. So, I think he's a pretty good guy so far, Mr. Styles. You're a fan of Mr. Styles. Yeah. Well, I'm quite a fan of John Lennon. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's a good guy. But there is some massive controversies around John Lennon. Yeah. And was he a good guy? Um, I've heard certain things that he wasn't as nice as everybody thinks. I think it was a troubled soul. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to bring this next part up. No, no, go for it. I'm just laughing the because... The comparison. Should we just go? I'm just going to go for it. I saw yeah. this many years ago. It was on YouTube, I believe. Um, a video of John Lennon. And at the front of the crowd, there is um, a sort of disabled uh, people with disabilities of some kind. Yeah. I think maybe I've got mental disabilities. And there's a video, and I, I do not know if I've if he is doing what he might look like he's doing, but it does look like he's mocking. Have you oh, seen really? his video? No, no, no. Well, <clears throat> and I'll leave it there. I, and um, I mean, yeah, maybe go and try and check that out, video yeah, out for yourself. I've it. not it's seen a, that now. It's a video where there's people with some sort of mental disabilities, I believe, and he's kind of, he starts doing some sort of mannerisms that looks like he's mocking them a little bit. Oh, dear. But John Lennon, he was very, um, he was very risque with his jokes and stuff, wasn't he? Uh, you know, and, he yeah. and he did have a, he did have a cutting tongue. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm very yeah. cutting, very, um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's not cool if that's... No, that's, absolutely that's not. But, yeah, all right. Well, Harry would never do that. And this is what I'm thinking, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, Harry just seems like a good, good guy. Absolutely. From what I know. You yeah. tell me. I've never <laughs> met him. But he's... The guys, the guy, Harry, I'm talking about now, Harry Styles. 
in case you've missed the first 47 minutes of the podcast. Is that what we're on, is it? 47. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's just, he's rise and rise and rise as a star. He's, he's pretty phenomenal to look at. Would you say he's still, would, would you say he's still rising? Is he as big today as he was, say, maybe three, four years ago? Well. The world's changed. I don't, I don't know, because he did win a Grammy. Yeah. This year, with his third album. Really? Oh, right, with Grammy. Sorry, that's the music one, isn't it? Yeah. I know he's gone into films and stuff. Oh, he's got, this is what I'm saying, so yeah, I don't know yeah, if yeah. he's completely music, mate. Because, <laughs> I mean, it, of it. his second album got into the Rolling Stones 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Really? Which is... I know 500 is a pretty decent number for albums, but when you start listing albums off, you soon clock up oh, yeah. quite a lot. Absolutely. I'm surprised and that's of, all, that's of all time. All time, <clears throat> all the artists ever. Well, yeah, he's got a Grammy this year, so he's completely music, mate. And, yeah, he's, got, he's obviously going into acting. Have you ever seen any of his acting? No. So I, I haven't. I, I confess I've never seen any. I know he's been in stuff. Um, I actually still haven't watched. He's in. He's in the Eternals of uh, Marvel. I quite like Marvel. I've not watched that film though. I think he turns up in his uh, Thanos's brother or something. But uh, like, I've not watched any of his films actually. Like as a feature, mm-hmm. I went on YouTube and saw his highlights of his bits. Yeah. Um, what other films was he in? I've seen him he was, in a film. Yeah, which one was that? Now. It's um, <sighs> Dunkirk. Dunkirk, the the wolf. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen some scenes from that. Now, what occurred to me, his voice isn't very good. What do you um, mean? I think if I turned the volume off and watched him act, I think he'd be pretty good. I think his expressions okay. and his mannerisms, I think he's pretty damn good. It's the delivery. I think he just when he talks, yeah. I'm just, maybe it's because I'm thinking he's about to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> doesn't do it with the same vigour that you're normally used to hearing him. No, speaking. I just think the speech part of it. What do you mean? It's not. It's not authentic. Which is yeah. a big part of acting, isn't it? Yeah, I, but then I don't know if that's my preconceived ideas because I'm expecting. Is he a brummy? Uh, where's he from? He's from, from Redditch, I think. I which is where's Redditch? Worc- Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Where's Worcestershire? So it's, it's where Redditch is. <laughs> right, okay, thank you. Clears it up. I'm not I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. not sure. It's uh, in the West Midlands, so yeah, it's brummy. Okay. It? Yeah, I thought he had a bit of a brummy twang, twang to his voice. But I just think he's, uh, yeah, I don't know, just the delivery and the speech, but maybe that's my preconceived idea, because I'm expecting him to all of a sudden give a, yeah. um, a media answer, or, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe that's my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preconceived ideas. What was this recent film he was in that was very sort of uh, glitzy and Hollywood and um, which didn't seem to me like he'd probably be a good candidate for it, but I think it won awards. He's been in a few films, hasn't he? Um, I think it was released last year or this year. And um, Let me just scroll down a little There's a thing that happened on the internet where one of the actors in it, I'm not sure if it's him or the other guy, is sort of seen to be spitting at the other one during a award ceremony. Oh, yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you I see that? that? Yeah, yeah. What did you think? So he did, he did Don't Worry Darling, is it which that? is an American psychological thriller film. I think film it's that one. By Olivia Wilde. Yeah, <coughs> I think it's that one. And he did My Policeman, apparently. That was in 2022. But yeah, I think, I don't think he's a bad actor. No. But I don't, he doesn't convince me, mm. but I think that is because I think he's a singer. Yeah. And also, <coughs> do we think, 
without his previous career, he, he wouldn't have got anywhere near there, would he? No. Surely no, not. No, no. So, But again, that can be said of the Beatles and the films they did. Yeah, of course. And like, are they fantastic actors? They're not bad. It's, it, I mean, it's a different time completely. With that film that I talked about earlier, A Hard mm. Day's Night, I think. Yeah. Lennon's, Lennon is the, uh, is the shining one, I believe. Like the one that you take away and go, you know, yeah. I thought so. He could have a bit of a career in that. Right. I want to invite you somewhere. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere with you. Well, please come over here. <laughs> to what I'm going to call Kieran's Conspiracy. I forgot the chord. Corner. <laughs> we'll end it on this chord. No, I can't play the chords. Kieran's Conspiracy Corner. So you're introducing a feature. This is not pre-planned. It was so, pre-planned. I pre-planned it. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. <laughs> this is not pre-agreed. I pre-planned it. I just didn't confer. Confer. Okay. So Kieran's conspiracy corner. And Should in we fact, try that chord sequence again. Let me no, try it again. You go that again. A bit closer awful. to the mic. Get a bit closer to the mic with the chords. Welcome to Kieran's conspiracy corner. Please come in and converse with me about Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney, the Paul McCartney we know today, hmm. was it the original one? Yeah, I've seen this a lot. I mean, it's one of the big ones, actually, isn't it? It's big quite a big one. The question would be why? He died. He died in a car crash when he was, after a fuming argument in the recording studio with presumably John Lennon, Yeah, he stormed out, got in his car, drove really fast. Dead. No, but decapitated by some uh, reports. Why? Why would they cover that up? Because they need to sell this product, the Beatles. It's getting going. It's taking over the world. It's it already has taken over the world. There's a lot of money to be earned. We can't end the Beatles. Let's go and get another guy in. And it's at a time we can do it. Today, in today's world, probably impossible. Back then, I mean, it's a big you know, risk, though, isn't it? Well. Is it? Is the risk of not doing it even bigger? No. <laughs> well, no. they kept making their millions. If they'd lost one of the Beatles, one of the major Beatles, no offence to uh, Harrison or uh, Ringo, whose name we haven't even mentioned the whole time. Sorry, guys. Ringo, great name. Ringo. Did, you blow, did your mother give you that name? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a nickname. Come on, inform us. What's his real name? Uh, Zach. Zach? No, that's not his son. No, I'm sure he's got You're the same name. You're in one direction, aren't you? No, that was Zane. That was Zane, no. No, Ringo's not his real name. Mm. I'm sure... It's, 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 I think well, it's, it's the star, the bit I'm there. Yeah, well, that's made up as well. <laughs> it's uh, Starkey. Starkey. Richard. Richard Starkey. Son Zach Starkey. Right, we've come flying out of the conspiracy corner here. Yeah, sorry. Back into the conspiracy corner. Let's just get corner. back into this corner. Let's yeah. get ourselves tucked into the corner. Right, <laughs> let's whisper when we're in the conspiracy corner. Okay. Do we think... Well, you actually said, said, didn't you? You don't, you don't, you don't believe in this conspiracy. I think with all these sort of things, I just think, why? Well, have you not seen the album cover of uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Island? Lonely, Island? Oh, it's called. Lonely, uh, you Lonely know, Hearts where, where, where if we go look at it, we can see quite clearly in the yellow flowers that it writes out Paul, and in that in that uh, in that flower bed is um, his base. And if you look at it, they're clearly at a funeral. Right. So, if they were having this massive global cover-up conspiracy, 
would they put so many clues through things? Because the the Beatles, they the, the the other three, they wanted to get it out there, and they started putting these clues in. Oh, don't give me that. <laughs> That's bollocks. Because, but don't you think it? But it's not up to them to decide these things. <laughs> That's bollocks. One of the other things, though, I do actually think that it would have been more possible in a time like that. Like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, some 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 guy in some sort of. Uh, Record label sitting behind some big desk could have gone. We can do this. All yeah. we've got to do is we do we do twenty interviews a year. We, are, we it's possible. We can tell them what we want. Yeah. In today's world, impossible. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. gets found out. I would compl- It's definitely more plausible. But back I think then. things like that could have been done at them ta- in them times. Yeah. They, yeah. Or they have the power to do them yeah. because they control the information that we all receive. Yeah. But you look at it, and all these supposed clues throughout the stuff. Yeah, if it was in song lyrics, maybe they would have got away with it. But album covers, being at Paul McCartney's... That is never going to go past the record label when they're trying to cover up Paul McCartney's death. <laughs> that was just ridiculous. Oh, you know that thing we did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what we're thinking, right, is we're going to, like, subtly say we've done it. No, guys. No, 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 no. Let's no. troll these motherfuckers. Yeah. You just write the music. This is how powerful we are. Yeah. Take the piss. Trolling before trolling was cool. Yeah. Um, so, so we're just going to take a step out of the conspiracy corner and we're going to conclude that it's absolute bullshit, yeah? I would say so. Okay. Um, but I will, I will concede the point is I think it's more plausible back then than it is now. Okay. And um, we're just going to go to the next step of John Lennon. We might want to get some more uh, Mr. Styles in, but I'm just going to bring there up one go. thing that I can't believe we haven't brought up. To up to up this point, and in my notes, I've actually wrote written Yoko. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't. <laughs> oh no, it's Yoko. <laughs> and even a, a saying has become, "Oh, it's Yoko." Like, isn't that crazy? That became into like yeah. popular culture. Like this woman that was deemed so crazy that you know to talk about a sort of potential crazy woman, we call her Yoko. <laughs> I really struggle with this part of the story. You, I've got my notes, but I want you to take over here. You know plenty about John Lennon. What do you think about Yoko Ono? It, this is what I'm saying. This is where I struggle with this part of the story. Oh, right. It, no, no, no. Not in, terms in an, of, an not emotional in, way. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. No, I'm talking emotional way. Not that I struggle that I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I struggle with it because we all need people mm-hmm. around us to unlock our potential. Absolutely. And I would, I would, and that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a romantic partner, whether it be a, a colleague at work who goes, you know what, what you're doing is actually, <clears throat> excuse me, what you're doing is actually really good and, and we can nurture this and we can grow you into whatever it's going to be, whether it be a friend, a sports teammate, whatever it is. Just so happened that John's particular one was Yoko. And I really like what you've just said there. Because um, I think sometimes, and I think we're all probably, anyone listening, we're all potentially capable of this, is we become insular and we come into ourselves. But the power of people and the power of the people around us can really transform your life. And sometimes you need to open yourself to the inspiration that they can provide. Yeah. I mean, I, I struggle personally with knowing if I'm actually doing the right thing. Okay. And you think, okay, yeah, I think I'm doing the right thing. 
Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm, I assume to a certain degree, everyone sort of gets this like, is this right? Yeah. A little question mark over it. And some people less than others. Obviously, some people can't leave the house due to anxiety. And yeah. Stuff. But I get this thing like, I think I'm right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Am I right? <laughs> Do you know what my problem is? It's actually thinking that I'm always right. Yeah, yeah. So I always think I'm correct in what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm a human being and I'm sometimes going down completely wrong avenues and corridors. But and this is the problem of being too insular because you can start just going down, if you're not in touch with friends and stuff like that and, keep, and having them people that are keeping you in check, yeah. making sure you're okay and keeping you're on the right path. Because if you actually speak to people, they will give you good advice. But I'm very guilty of it, of just going into myself and and, and going, you know, I, I know right. And just and sometimes I'm just going down empty paths in, in my life and it's resulting in nothing. And I'm wondering, why do I feel empty at the end of it? Well, probably because I didn't listen to anyone. Well, again, this is where it comes back down to Yoko. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think she was a, obviously she was just around a lot. And I think I pissed everyone else off. Mm-hmm. But I also think she stoked the fire in Lennon. But I also think she tempered him sometimes, going, no. Yeah. She wasn't wasn't afraid to speak her mind with him. And do you think that's what attracted him to her? Yeah. yeah. I think he's, he's always, he always craved the... He always craved a strong woman, to be fair. Can you imagine being a Beatle, um, so famous meeting girls all the time or anyone yeah. and they're just like you just they're just going to say whatever you want to hear mm-hmm. but he actually met someone who was like no I'm an artist yeah I'm an artist as well as you and I want to be heard and, and, and it just completely completely drew respect from him maybe yeah I'm going to push back on your um your ideas and I'm going to push you to be better yeah and you know arguably he was from, from what I saw from my research and the way she spoke about him and we know the way he felt about her um it sounds to me like a healthy relationship I mean, I come. Yeah. I don't know about my source, uh, my sources, but didn't sound. I didn't hit. We all meet people like um, we all fall in love, and just because the world didn't want it, didn't mean it was wrong for John. Yeah, absolutely. Potentially, potentially, she did have some impact on them, on him leaving the Beatles or wanting yeah. to 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 pursue his own individual needs as a human being. Yeah, um, and this family life that he yearned for so much. Um, and that was probably good for John Lennon, but the world wanted more of the Beatles. But it's a different thing. Yeah, this is where I think, and then, and again, this harks back to Harry Styles. Is it's got to be incredible, and, and a lot of artists, music artists especially, fall foul of this. Is do you keep giving them what they want, or do you keep giving them what you think they need? So. And I can't remember the exact line, but Lennon did say it, and it was, "I'm not going to be rolled out when I'm 50 playing She Loves You because just because people want me to. Mm. I'd rather innovate and, and move on." And again, Harry Styles done the same thing with his music, yeah. and he's, 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 you know what? You might want me to keep making the same song, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to go do acting, and I think um, I'm going to surprise you at each show by being dressed in some high fashion. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I can't talk about styles too much. I don't know, but from my research with um, Lennon, what makes him an icon is that he always went against convention. When people said you'd be doing one thing, he did the yeah. other thing. And at the time, it's uh, criticism. Yeah, it's criticism. It's like you shouldn't be doing this. But history remembers that he did the right thing because he was yeah. constantly changing himself. He was constantly developing. So, when was it he died? 
you must have you, have you looked up let's see if I have that information I believe it was 1980 1980 so we're now in 2023 so that's 43 years later isn't it not as big a gap as the last episode either with Da Vinci <laughs> that was yeah. hundreds of years yeah but I think Lennon will be remembered for much longer than what he is currently I think so do we think Styles is going to have that same impact? In fact, let me quickly art back before. Why you think on that? Just a couple more bits on him. So, one of his old, one of Harry Styles' things is TPWK. It's actually one of his songs as well. Okay. Do you know what it stands for? TPWK. <coughs> yeah. No idea. Treat people with kindness. Okay. I think that's just a fucking good thing to do it's a very good thing and you think yeah, you're a pretty damn good guy providing that message and that's not even like a I treat. know it talks about LGBTQ plus but that's not even a thing to do with that it's just generally treat people with kindness I think that's pretty nice to the cynic treating people with kindness would be that you're giving the other person the benefit rather than yourself but it's completely wrong if you treat people yeah. with kindness it will come back to you and you will feel better yeah. If you go out every single day and you be kind to people, you will benefit so much and you will start to feel good. And when we're having bad times in our lives, we can we start lashing out, we start getting hateful. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know what it is about humans. We be, life's not being good to us, so we begin to push back on it and we begin to we begin to lash out, we begin to fight. I guess it's instinctual. It's yeah, like it's, almost being bred into it. Yeah, self, fight, fight self preservation. Self preservation. But when life's been bad to you, maybe just try being kind back to it. Like yeah. One of my favorite fra- phrases is, kill them with kindness. You yeah. know, if someone's been very horrible to you and stuff like that, be really kind back to them. I tell you what, you'll fucking win the argument. Every time. Just kill them with kindness. And that's probably why Harry Styles is worth 150 million. Fucking given to him, mate. By time and Carl. So yeah, I mean, I, I've never silver ne- spoon. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I've never seen is actually how much John Lennon's worth. I don't know if you found that in your research or not, or was worth. I suppose we did this on the last podcast, didn't we? Where we literally measured what they'd sold by yeah. in a monetary value. I mean, that's literally what you've just asked. Um, wow, John Lennon, the Beatles. I, I, and we can put, I I think it's probably, well, I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm just going to look at the screen here, pretty guys. Pretty decent amount. Have a look, have a look. And come away from the microphone. I can't see the figure. Oh, not bad. That, not bad. Well, that was at his time of death. Time of death, yeah. So 200, can you imagine? Just, 200 million at the time of his death. John Lennon... If anyone doesn't know, if anyone listening and they're enjoying this podcast, if anyone doesn't know, he was coming home from a um, uh, from a recording studio, yeah, and he was murdered on the streets of New York. He, he lived in New York for a few years. And he had his son there of Yoko, and he was travelling home, and a insane um, fan of John Lennon who thought that he was not the man that he was trying to make out that he was decided to kill him. I think he shot him. Yeah, yeah, shot him in the back. Well, yeah. it was what he was trying to do is get his name uh, eternally linked with okay. Lennon. Yeah, it's like whenever you see Lennon yeah. or speak of Lennon, you're going to speak 
I can't remember his name, so he didn't do a very good job. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I know is he was carrying a book at the time. Yeah. Um, well, do you know he signed a uh, he signed an autograph for him on the way out? W- wasn't it on the, in the morning? Yeah. In the morning, yeah. when he was leaving his hotel or whatever where he lived, yeah. he signed it and then the he came D- back. The Dakota building. Mark David what, Chapman. What, what, was the, um, what was the novel? I think it's by something Salinger or something like that that yeah, he was carrying. The, um, the novel that he was carrying. Uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because I've read it. And it was. Uh, it's I've read it. What have the you? Bloody hell it? DG Selling Salinger. Yeah, it's. Uh, what's um, it called? To Kill a Mockingbird, is it? No. That's, no. What's it? That's that's the one about. Um, no, that's definitely not. David Chapman. You can tell it goes to crap because we start. Um, Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye. We start yeah. googling facts towards the podcast. You read it as well. Yeah, I've I've read uh, quite a lot of it. Yeah. It's a bit I of a sh- strange one. It's about a guy. It's about a young man. Travels yeah. to New York and has a bit of a crazy time in New York. It's about it's like a coming of age story. I don't know where that's gone actually. Yeah, I had it. I don't know yeah. where it's gone. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about that. Just try to make I think I'm just mm. trying to make myself look good. Me, I read literature. Um, <laughs> Should you want to read my following books? <laughs> <laughs> Follow my channel. There's plenty of so, stories. Um, I think we're coming back to in today's money. It's about six hundred and fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. That is, and, this, and the, he, he died when he was forty, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what we, I think, I think he would have gone on to have a very. I think he'd be very famous today, and I think <laughs> he would have gone on to. Well, he is very famous today. No. But what I'm trying to say is, I think he'd had a very successful career because he was always challenging society. He was always, uh, yeah. and I think he'd have continued to do that. And I think he'd be one of the most famous people on the planet up until the 2010s, 20... You know I, I, mean? I wasn't laughing at your statement. I've still got a smile on my face. I was laughing at the question I'm about to ask. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. How much do you think they would pay him, John Lennon this is, to go in I'm a Celebrity get me out of here? <laughs> <laughs> that would add to is, his though, net worth. Not now, he's dead, but like if he was is, alive. We all go, John Lennon wouldn't do that. And that's why he would do it, because <laughs> he's he's challenging. He's he's not going to do what we think he's going to do. Challenging those stereotypes. Yeah. Even sit, sitting in there with Jork Katie Price, <laughs> that, that would be a great conversation. That'd be a good podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what we time? What time? What time? Just podcast on. We're, we're on one hour and ten minutes. Okay, okay, a bit more time so, than I thought. Yeah, we're doing pretty well. So what do we think? How, in terms of music, let's, I think it's easier to rank musicians or artists. And like, obviously our last podcast was Musk and, and Da Vinci. Yeah. And I think it's quite hard to rank their genius in terms of popularity, sales, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. So let's try and rank Lennon in terms of all-time greats. So we're talking all of rock, pop. I know my personal opinion. Okay. That's probably wrong. Okay. But I would say he was easily in the top three. And... I would say that he was a phenomenon. Yeah. Um, this man, from very working class background found music took over the world and to his dying day was constantly testing society and releasing interesting music and kept society interested in him yeah he is an icon he was brilliant at what he did 
and I think without him the Beatles would have been nothing which is I think that's just a given yeah John Lennon um, yeah I just I think regardless of your particular taste in music you cannot deny this man was he was something for sure something something and again like do you know he's talking a little bit about um, vocals okay. was, I don't think he was the greatest singer no 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 but he could he could communicate something I mean let's just haven't brought it it'll be at the song Imagine yeah I mean gorgeous just I think I think it was voted the, the, the greatest pop song of all time mm-hmm. it really is, is spectacular but it's <clears throat> oh I've just remembered something what I'm making this a big much bigger deal than it is <laughs> my favourite Christmas song is Imagine that's not a Christmas song is War Is Over yeah by John Lennon I'm not going to pick up that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I was very tempted because I think I know the core sequence. It's all right. I can cut it out. Shall I have a go? Go on. Let's do it. Let's do it live. Quite, well, I'm going to complete. Can't remember it. That was the first. <laughs> nah, but okay. Doesn't matter. But yeah, I love that song. Um, and yeah, the song Imagine. I can't believe we didn't bring it up earlier in the podcast. Um, yeah. Again, it's the lyric. It, it, well, the melody is pretty good, but the lyrics is called pure poetry yeah yeah probably some of the probably maybe the greatest lyrics ever written um, yeah I mean this is where <laughs> just throwing it out there this is where the the ability to hold a tune really doesn't matter whatsoever it's about so being able to it's, put across a concept an idea and get it into people's brains it's feet and this is getting really sort of wanky but it's <laughs> being able to feel those words when the artist is singing them yeah, and, and in that song you can it, it. The lyrics alone, when you read them, poem just it's like a poet, it's poetry. But when he's singing it, you can feel every single syllable. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, and, and to me, I, I don't know. It's a piano I, piece, yeah. right? So, for example, it just shows another, another, another thing to his bow. String, string to the bow. Is that the phrase yeah. I'm looking for? It, 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 we all know he's in the Beatles and he plays the lead guitar, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, his most famous song, he's sitting there on the it piano. Is. With Yoko Ono, thank fuck she ain't saying anything in it. She's <laughs> in the video. But she's, <laughs> she's not screaming. Ah, oh, ah. my God, have you heard some of that? Oh, yeah. I remember reading uh, an, an anecdote. Come on, come on, Yoko, we can get you. <laughs> I I this Liverpool accent. I remember reading an anecdote of... Um, they they unplugged her microphone. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing they were doing a gig and someone's like, "Nope." I tell you a point where <laughs> where fame can just become strange is where like I've seen her in the last few years. She was doing. Where a did you see her Tesco's? No, I, <laughs> that's where she should be. But I seen her doing a set at Glastonbury maybe several years ago. Yeah, and it's just pure shit. Yeah, yeah. but because she's got a name, they've give her they've give her a stage, mm. which is kind of. The opposite of what you thought Paul, Paul John and Yoko Ono wanted to be. They wanted to be, yeah. so, you know, but she got the platform because of, <clears throat> she's a name. She was once something. She yeah. Was, she was the wife of John Lennon. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah, yeah, let's be honest. You know, not the most talented um, artist. No. But he was. Absolutely. So you just asked me, where does John rank in... Yeah, in, in uh, this is where I think when we're doing... Musicians. I mean, we're going to do musicians again for sure because I think there's a whole spectrum of musicians to to choose from. 
I think it's easier to rank musicians in terms of popularity, sales, and yes, general. We can get some hard figures. You can get some hard figures, but also general consensus. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get a general consensus about Leonardo da Vinci because yeah, not a lot of people talk about him. No. <laughs> so, in general consensus, where does Lennon fit in all-time greats? Yeah, I've tried to answer it, and I just put. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to put an actual number on it, but he's one of the greatest ever. I'm going to call him an icon. Um, and this, I'm going to come back to you. Where are we going to put Mr. Styles? I think he has the potential. I don't think he would even hold a candle to Lennon. Thank you. I'm so but glad you said that because <laughs> I was getting a little bit worried there that you were going to say something a little bit silly. No, I, th- I think uh, I think he has potential, and I think really? I, yeah, potential. I, th- I think he's great. Uh, I, I, I potential don't, to do what? I think he has potential to to be remembered. Mm. Do I think he's going to be remembered the same way as Lennon is? No, absolutely no. not. I think he found himself in the right place at the right time. Yeah, but... And rode the wave. But, but arguably so did Lennon with McCartney. Well, he did, didn't he? He did sort of do the same thing. And Hamburg that is life. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that is life. And he... How well did you stay on that surfboard? This is the thing, isn't it? Some, and then you keep your balance. You and play you the let game. ride you to... I think if we've not worked out anything else, we've worked out that Lennon, one of the all-time greats, is better than Harry Styles. <laughs> You didn't need to listen to an hour and a half podcast to find that one out. No, but now you know for certain. But yeah, I don't think I don't think Styles. I mean, he's got potential to to be pretty famous. But do I think he's going to be up there? No. If I was going to say somebody, I think he's reached his limit. who's, Who's a musician? I think he would be as popular as sort of. Post mortem. Um, I don't know. Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Rolf. Um, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, no. Freddie Mercury. No, he's oh. he's he's nowhere near Freddie. No, come no, I'm, on. I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to think of come like Moffat man. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of front men. He's been and, reading and far too much about Styles. Can't put yeah. Styles and Freddie in the same sentence. No, I'm just trying to think of music. I mean, Elton John. No, I think Elton John's much yeah. more of an icon and always yeah. will be. I think Harry Styles. But became... then again, then again, did people think that about Elton John when he first? I mean, is Harry, Harry's only going, only going 13 years, right? How old is Harry Styles? He's 29. He's 29. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm not giving him a fair shake of the. I mean, th- this is the concept that I was speaking to you about, is that do we know that we are in this section of life where we think, you know, Harry Styles is great, is this, is that, is the other. But we don't truly know what he's going to be like in, you know, 40 years, mm. 50 years, mm-hmm. 60 years. i tell you what, he's going to have to release one Good album. <laughs> was that self censorship? <laughs> I had to censor it because he's gonna. I mean, this sec- is this this next album is gonna have to be absolutely sensational to get into yeah. for me to get into anywhere near the heights of John Lennon. 
Yeah, it's it's difficult because obviously we weren't around in the sixties, seventies, and eighties when Lennon was, or not in the eighties actually. He was only sixties and seventies when mm. he was famous. So we can't say, oh yeah, you know, we all thought he was something special. Yeah, it, it, this is the whole. This is what gets me about this podcast, and this is why I wanted to do it. Mm. Is trying to explore that. Yeah, and be. Well, this what's interesting is this. We wasn't. In John Lennon's time. No. But we're sitting there talking to him. Yeah. And we're talking about him. And we're talking about him as if he's some absolute demigod. Well, Do you know what I mean? In the music yeah. sense. But there's another thing. And we, we, we saw Harry Styles. Yeah, mm. I mean, we saw his creation. We saw him become yeah. what he is. Um, But is there a sort of a rose-tinted glasses thing where, because we didn't live in that time, we look back at history and we go, wow. Yeah. People who actually lived through it went, yeah, yeah John Lennon's all right. <laughs> he's not bad but yeah you know I mean but he's just a pop star a couple of times down the pub yeah but yeah. then because but we're, we're sitting here and we heard the stories of him we've watched the documentaries we we sort of look back with this sort of this nostalgia that was like almost a yearning for that we never had and was like wow back then they were great are, are we guilty of doing that a little bit well, and overhyping him I'll tell you what that's what always um, actually sort of pulled me in with the Beatles and with John Lennon mm -hmm. was it was the fact the story was done yeah you could learn John Lennon he lived he had his story and he's dead mm -hmm. and it was like it was reading a book you yeah. know when you're reading about his life yeah yeah you're not reading a, a book that's only halfway finished yeah and it's okay this is this guy achieved this in his life because we know the whole story do you think we can romanticise it yeah 100% yeah. Because you're not waiting for the next thing from him. You can never, we can never have it to romanticise it because yeah. we're like, oh, I wish I was born then. I wish yeah. I was around them times. And it, and it almost, uh, I mean, we was talking about obviously art in the last one, and it almost makes it that what he's achieved is more rare almost because there isn't going to be any more. Yeah. I mean, there's actually there's a lot of uh, posthumous songs coming out <laughs> it, I mean, Tupac did one without and John didn't he it was posthumous and who else did another one uh, oh, one of the Rolling Stones recent ones has got the drummer who passed away he's on the song as well really yeah oh, this is a whole uh, this is a whole Pandora's box that it's a very dangerous thing I heard, not, not, I heard that band <laughs> <laughs> no what I mean and what I'm saying is uh, I mean, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it's going to happen. AI is going to do things. It's going to wow. change, change everything. Um, you hey, know, you can't AI this. We can get philosophical. No, this is... Or is this all AI? AI? You can stick your AI up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> See what he did there? <laughs> um, Bants. <laughs> if you've made it this far, thank you for staying around. <laughs> What the um, the code word for the competition is bants. <laughs> there's, there's no competition. <laughs> We're in a league of our own. I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. We didn't say it was a good league. It's the bottom league. <laughs> Special league. Well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> you get a little piece of paper for saying you turned up. <laughs> I don't know where this has gone. This has gone off the rails. I can't not, I've, I've, I've not, I've we've gone off the stream, so, I've lost my paddle, and I cannot get back on the river. I think we're both in agreement, and John Lennon, who's one of the all-time icons, mm. is better than Harry Styles, who's a little upstart. I don't crap. think Harry Styles is going to be remembered in 20, 10 years. I mean, yeah, people will remember him in 10 years, but I don't think uh, history's going to talk about him. 
No, not in the way, not in the same way Lennon does. Potentially because of this, because I like what, I was talking because about of our podcast because of this, <laughs> because of this podcast that is going to take over, yeah. give a damning report, and this was the last citation in Harry Styles' career. Yeah. <laughs> when you Google Harry Styles, or this podcast will come up, and you'll hear that he was not that good. <laughs> I've said I think he's pretty good. Yeah, he's all right. He's no, he's, he's a nice lad. He's a nice lad. Oh yeah, I think he's. I think he's Taylor Swift didn't like him, did she? Well, no, apparently not. Wrote a song and everything about him. Was I he mean, an arsehole? Well, I mean, Taylor splits up with everyone, didn't she? Yeah, actually, is she the problem? She split up with me. Did she? Get we had a, we had a thing. You had a thing. Did she write a song? Yeah, yeah. What's it it's called? one of the most famous ones. Is it? Which yeah. one was it? Uh, well, the one that was like Romeo and Juliet. Oh yeah, that one. That yeah. one. Yeah. That yeah. was all about you. Yeah. Sweet. Was you in the music video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only took two days to shoot. But it must have been awkward. You know, the fact that you should write a song about hating you and you was in the music video. Yeah. I was a bit, I was a bit, I was a bit like, well, yeah, the money's right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And that's probably why she hated I'll you do, as I'll well. do anything for 20 quid. <laughs> what, to even Taylor Swift? Because <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> you just want to say that if you've the comparison the podcast... End. Is not claiming that Taylor Swift is a 20 quid whore. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. I don't know. I think they're claiming that I'm a 20 quid whore. You're the 20 quid whore. That's what I was saying. I can say that. I can definitely say that. So this is where all the good stuff happens. We've done our work. We're having a bit of bants for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> should we just next week and just not talk about... In fact, should we just be question mark, question mark and just talk shit? <laughs> That's a whole other one. We'll do, we'll do that one day for you guys. Yeah, we've invested in microphones and uh, other stuff now. So Did I not bring else. that up? No. These fresh new microphones that we've got for episode two. Fresh new microphones. Gone pro, guys. Yeah. Not not prostitute, just pro. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you get all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think I'm done. Are you done? I think I'm done. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Karen. Thank you very much for hearing that John Lennon is definitely better than your... Harry Styles. <laughs> Thank you. For, I'm glad I won the argument. Yeah, you won. You won. I would like to say we don't that. argue on the comparison podcast, do we? No. We compare. We, we talk. Compare. We, we compare. We converse. We're, we're humans. We, we compare. Do. We do. Um, well, if you've listened this far, thank you very much. Congratulations. <laughs> you've done very well. Well done for making this. Well far. done, you. Pat on the head. <laughs> A little pat on the head. Um, we are going to be back for an episode three because even if no one's listening, we <laughs> absolutely love doing we it. We love it. I love it. <laughs> We're having a really good time. Uh, and we're just two friends who enjoy it. I don't know what episode three is going to be about, so I can't trail it. No. Um, it's a mystery. It's a mystery to me. And I love it. Yeah. We'll I can't f- we'll wait to go find out about someone new. Absolutely. Can and I you someone- will get to find out about them too if you tune into the next one. Can I have someone good this time? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Thank you for listening, guys. There we go. Hope to hear you next week. Uh, hope to have you next week. There we go. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.